This is the first episode of 2024. What is it? Why is it that people put themselves, you know, set goals like this and actually don't get around to doing it? If you're not posting right now, and you post once a week, but you post once a week every week for a quarter, that that is what, like four times three, that's 12, 12 posts you've done that you would never have done before. Hi everyone, welcome to the Ultimate Marketing Podcast. This is the first episode of 2024. Hope everybody had a brilliant new year and a brilliant Christmas. And today we're going to be talking about planning. But just before we go into that, just remember to like, comment, subscribe, follow us on our various podcast platforms and also on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to us there as well. So today's conversation is going to be all about planning ahead for the year with your marketing. So Dee and Vish, have you done your planning for 2024? Oh, yes. you start with Dee. <laughs> start with Dee. Yeah, because I think it's important to plan. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that um, you know, obviously, new year, new gear, new thoughts, new ideas. It's all gonna, it's all gonna happen. And I think, you know, over Christmas, over December, you know, I've been. It gives me time to think about what I haven't done. You know, what did, what were my intentions in twenty twenty three that I didn't get round to doing, and what do I want to do in twenty twenty four? So, um, and I think it includes some of the same. So things like. You know what? It, you know, making sure that my social media is consistent, my LinkedIn is consistent, the content I'm putting out. So there's all that social media marketing element, um, and just doing more of it. Plus, um, it's also time for me to market because LinkedIn has obviously changed, and um, my done for you, um, the 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 technology has evolved in the done for you. So now, you know, with AI, we've talked about that previously in our podcast episodes with AI, there's lots of new things happening on, on the LinkedIn done for you that we're doing, which is going to make it so easy for my clients to be able to attract more leads and save time uh, because of the way that our software now works. Um, So there's all of that, you know, putting that out there, like new brochure, Um, doing maybe more webinars about it, about how it will work so that people can see it in real time Um, and really just educating more of the market. And then my one biggest goal for 2024 is my YouTube channel. Okay. Yes, I just haven't done enough of that. And I've always meant to. I know YouTube is still a very strong platform probably youtube and tiktok those are my two that i want to grow further interesting how about you vish have you done your planning yet or you still need to do it and what's your goal for this year so really i mean really good question and i'm sorry to kind of like deflect that one onto d but again you know similar sort of situation i looked back on 23 and i was like what did i what did i want to do 23 and what didn't happen and a lot of it was around content 
And so I've now planned it out whereby I've not over planned where I know I'm just going to freeze and not do anything. I've given myself a lot of a lot of breathe room in there to do the reactive marketing, which I think is really important as well. Um, but I've got like you know um, a month to month plan with like the major kind of like festivals or like things that are happening, like taken care of. Um, and I'm actually making a concerted effort to, as well as doing our client stuff, like also getting my stuff planned in and produced and ready to go out. Um, but also like looking at different softwares that help that. You know, looking at like scheduling softwares that can post onto Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn for you. Um, so yeah, just like just spending time and and how we can bring back some of that time, you know, so it frees up, so we don't have to sit there and post all the time. Because that's what it is. That's a challenge, isn't it? It's a sitting there and posting that becomes useful. <laughs> Not the writing the content. We all love doing that, but it's like, oh yeah, like you're you're in the middle of doing something and something happens, or you get a phone call, or you want to jump on something, or you just want to take time off and spend it with like your family, your kids, whatever you want to do, right? And then posting almost becomes a secondary focus, as it were. So mm. I'm trying to give it the respect it needs this oh, year. Yeah. And I know that Q1 will start off that way. I've just got to keep like motivated and focused on getting all the other keys done as well, right? Mm-hmm. What about you, Sarah? What's your yeah. plan? Yeah, thanks for thanks for asking, Dee. So um, for me, 2023 was about getting more visible. So that was around doing more on social media. Obviously, we, we started our podcast um, to increase visibility. Woohoo. Um, so, so I achieved that. So I think 2024 is like increasing that further. So I want to do more speaking in 2024. Um, so you know, I've already already signed up for a couple of speaking gigs coming up. Awesome, yeah. this month. Um, so so I'm going to do that. Um, I want to do more of my own webinars and masterclasses. So I've done some before, but what I haven't done is done it consistently. Yeah. One of my key things I want to do this year is say do it like monthly. Yeah. Monthly, maybe every two weeks. I don't know yet, but probably monthly. So I'm doing something regularly. So I think with all marketing, consistency is key. And we've talked about consistency before. So I think, you know, it's like um, picking something because you you can do everything. We can can do anything, but you can't do everything, as one of our mentors says. So it's about picking something and just being consistent with it. So for me, it's going to be speaking, whether that's speaking on other people's stages or speaking on my own stage. I think that's my thing. And then I'll continue, obviously, with our podcast and the um, social media visibility. Well, talking of the podcast, I am looking forward to um, the uh, amazing guests that we've got coming uh, on the podcast as well yes. so uh, and we've already planned that haven't we because we've been planning we have, that we did that so it's amazing isn't it how um you know we do this collectively and I probably put more planning into this than I do my own marketing uh, mm. which is really interesting because I've been you know one of the things I've been wanting to do again I, you know wanting to do it for 2023 and didn't do enough of it mm. um but uh, you know, now have a focus on that in the in in twenty four as well is LinkedIn audio, because I've had the audio platform access to it for a long time. Obviously, I was instrumental in getting onto Clubhouse when it came yes. out. That was just like I was, yeah. And um, and then the whole idea of me leaving Clubhouse was to come over to LinkedIn audio, but didn't get round to doing it. And so mm. that's another twenty twenty four plan. But I think what you said, Vish, is. It's that, cons- um, in fact, both of you said it, it is that consistency. It's like, okay, 
you know, when am I going to do this? What's the schedule for this? I think mm-hmm. that's the key thing, isn't it? It's yeah. having a schedule and having a plan, having a having something written down so that you don't veer off it, you know, around your other commitments, whether that be family, whether that be, mm-hmm. you know, you just want to enjoy the night, the evening off, or whether you have a date night or whatever it might be, right? So um, all of those things, how can you schedule schedule everything around it but um so i think that's key in it it's like we've all decided on what our goal is going to be for 2024 what we want to focus on most in relation to our own marketing but then it's around actually planning that out and putting it in the diary Because if it's in the diary, it's more likely to get done. So it's all very easy to say, right, I'm going to do a a masterclass every month. But unless I've actually put it in the diary so I know what day I'm doing it, when I'm doing it, then I hold myself to account to achieve it. So I think that's part of planning as well, isn't it? It's like you've always got to work out when you're going to do the things, put it in your diary and make sure you do it and not let ourselves off the hook. It's all too easy to not do it. Not do it. And I think I'd like to delve deeper into that, actually, about the not doing it, like, I know that at the end of every year, just like I did at the end of 2023, you know, I I, I, I put out, you know, um, marketing, you know, really to sort of kind of entice people to start making changes in the new year, because if they haven't mm-hmm. done it so far, let's start doing it now. And people get really excited. Yes, 2023, I'm going to get on LinkedIn and I'm going to do more and I'm going to, you know, sign mm-hmm. up for this course with UD and I'm going to, you know, these are the things I'm going to do, but then they don't do it and they wait mm-hmm. another whole year mm-hmm. before they even think about doing it again. Another year passes. I, I almost can see myself, like I'm sure my next email out out will be hey you've let 2023 go don't let the same thing happen in 2024 it's almost like a repetitive email that goes out every January and yeah. I feel like I'm going to be doing it this month as well again but what is it why is it that people put themselves in you know, a set goals like this and actually don't get around to doing it or don't take the leap of faith yeah, I think it's like it's a, it's about having a strong enough reason to do it, isn't it? Mm. And it's that age-old thing around, like, if you had to go to the doctors, you would make the time, mm. or the dentist, you would make the time. But when it's our own stuff, it's all too easy to say, oh, I haven't got time to do that, I'm going to go and do something else instead. But it just means that thing's not a big enough priority. Because if it was, Actually, the marketing the isn't a big enough priority, which is interesting, yeah. because like you said, if it's our own thing, if it's our own health... Mm. you know, or like you said, it's a doctor's appointment or it's something like that, if it's a priority. So... So then there's a question, obviously, as marketeers, like our, you know, audience, maybe if they're not getting people signing up for their, for their products or services, even if they're putting it out there and they are marketing, maybe looking at their messaging and giving the a strong reason, giving their audience a strong reason. And maybe that's something that we all could probably learn from. Mm. 100% but then also the way that I look at it as well and I think this is the way that I sell it to myself in my head is yeah I'm a, I'm a marketer technically but I'm also a business owner mm. and I'm the same as my clients are mm-hmm. uh, and so this like this and it's been playing on my it's been playing on my mind for a while yeah. I think we had we had an offline conversation about this is like should I outsource my marketing mm. but I'm the expert at marketing so like you know why should I do that? I've got to. I've got to make time for myself to do it. I have to give it priority mm, because the question yeah. I've been asked is, yeah, but you know, you don't, you don't do this, you don't do that. I'm like, yeah, but look at the results we've got for people. 
right? And and the, the results are what is actually what counts. Mm. Um, so it's it's a bit of a double sword. I think you need to do it. I think there's certain things from a marketing perspective you just have to do. Mm. You just you know JFDI, just fucking do it, get on with it, get it done. And I I've eaten that pill this year, which is why I'm talking like this. It's yeah. 2024. <laughs> it's the start. Right, this is how it starts. I don't know how it ends, but well, it I think it's like that it. thing, isn't it? Was exactly what Sarah said. Yeah, that the whole thing around making sure that in our marketing that that we're planning to do this year, yeah, that for our audience we have a strong enough reason. Yeah, because we as marketeers are the ones that have to shift our audience from being yeah. inactive to being active. And taking that leap of faith. And I think, you know, if you are an entrepreneur wanting to market your business and you're not getting the clients on board, I think Mm. it's worth looking at what reason are you putting out there that Mm. they should be doing this? And I think that's something that hopefully every listener and viewer will take away from this podcast is let me go and review my marketing plan because is the message in my marketing strong enough, like Sarah said, that it'll entice their audience, whoever their ideal client is, to actually transform because marketing should be transformation, not just information. I was just going to say about marketing being based on pain, isn't it? So Mm. a lot of the time um, as marketeers, we're helping identify the pain points and those pain points need to be strong enough to to motivate us to take an action. Mm. Well, the consequences Uh, of the pain needs to be, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the consequences of not doing it yeah. need to be high enough yeah. to make it important to do it. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe the issue is that as marketeers, some of our viewers and audience members, they talk a lot about the pain, but maybe not enough about the consequence. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But pain pain is individual, right? Everybody experiences pain in a different way, shape, form, but the impact it has on our lives is shared. Mm. That's what pe- that's why people say a problem shared is a problem halved mm. because they can relate to the impact and the consequences of it, yeah. which I think is a really important thing for marketing. Like, you know, what what does that mean for me? You yeah. know, um, that whole radio station that we all like listening to, right? W I I F N. What's it mean for me? Right? Because people people don't care about it. Like, you can talk about other people's pain, but you know, when it affects you, that's when it becomes real, or you can relate to it. That's when it becomes real because it's like something that you would have experienced before. So I think mm-hmm. that's really important um, and getting them to, to shift that is important as well. But also from what I was saying, like the pain that I've experienced is people going to me, what, you know, why are you not, why are you not doing it? You're telling me to do it. Why are you not doing it? And it's almost like that kind of mm-hmm. parent child relationship, isn't it? Like don't, <laughs> was it? Don't do as I, so um, don't do as I say, do as I, uh, don't do, don't do, don't do, as, do, as, I do, do as, I say. as I say. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I, I've got, I've got to, I've got to break out of that because I'm not like that as a parent. So why should yeah. I be like as a mother? And that's why this year I'm going, I'm going for it. Like I'm You're leading really, by example. Vic. Yeah, you have to. I think you do need to lead by example. You know, taking yeah. it to a level above, which is like us as marketeers. You know, but I think, I think it's credibility as well, isn't it? Unfortunately, yeah. like you said, even though you're getting the results from people and the results should matter, it's yeah. also what's visible. Like if I was getting the results from my LinkedIn clients, but I had. 50 connections on mine with no banner you know no content written nothing like Mm. that but I was just teaching it people would I'd probably get less clients because people would come to my LinkedIn to see what I do um and you know it's like okay let me go and have a look at a LinkedIn I remember you know you know when you get those people in your um in your spammy emails where they go oh you know have you ever thought about using LinkedIn 
and I'm thinking to my girl, God, here we go. And they talk yeah. about how they can get me lots of appointments on LinkedIn. And then I go and look at their LinkedIn and they don't even have a picture. And yeah, and you think that's not credible. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, well, actually, you're not doing much for your own LinkedIn. Mm. How yeah. can you help me? So, yeah. yeah, I like that goal, Vish. I like that goal. Yeah. It's practicing what we preach, isn't it? And I think, you know, and also cobbler's children. So as the experts, so, you know, as the cobbler, we don't always have time to create the shoes, yeah. for, or make the shoes for our own kids. Yeah. So it's that thing, isn't it? Like as marketers, we know exactly what needs to be done. Mm. But because we're so focused on delivering results for our clients and that's important to us, like all of us, that's important to us. We sometimes let our own stuff slip. Mm. Yeah. Because we're more focused on having a great outcome for our clients than we are on on necessarily mm. doing the marketing so we have yeah. a great outcome for ourselves. Mm. But I also want to be in a position where I can turn around and go, actually, it's not my client's money. I spent, I spent like, you know, yeah, and I've done that. I spent other people's money because they trusted me with it. Mm. I also spent my own money. So I can't actually put my <laughs> money where my mouth is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you know, mm. what what's the objection now? Ha ha ha! You know, not not that it's been an objection up to now because we got some we got some banging testimonials, right? Yeah. And like just using those with customers, they're like, okay, wow, like let's have conversations because yeah. we know you're serious. But yeah, I'd I'd like to be I'd like to be a bit bullshit about it and go. Actually, it's not just my customers' money; it's my money. Yeah, um, I mean, talking of marketing plans, obviously this is really important, isn't it? Like yeah. like you said, Sarah, at the start, like let's this is quarter one well quarter one for some people but it's a new year for everybody yeah um you know what makes I think what makes a good marketing plan what what did you put in your marketing plans or how did you plan your marketing plan because uh, mm. I think our viewers would probably learn will like really benefit from that like what did you guys what did you guys have to do to create a plan for me it's like it comes down to the goals like what like which we started off with is like what are our actual goals for the year what do we want to achieve this year and then you break that down so it's a bit like the the thing around like how do you how do you eat, eat an elephant one bite at a time yeah. so it's like what is my goal and then I've got to break that down into an actual plan of things that I need to do yeah. so when I say I want more speaking gigs then yeah. I have to write down well how many do I want when do I want to do them mm. How often do I want to run a masterclass? When do I want to do them? Mm -hmm. And then actually put it in my diary yeah. rather than have it on a bit of paper. Yeah. Or on a on a document on my scribbled, computer. Scribble down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What about you, Mish? Um, See I, I I wanted to like I, I wanted to mess with it this year. So I've 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 kept it around three main areas. So education, um, uh, inspiration and then like implementation like this is something you can do other than those are the three streams that i'm going to talk about every week oh my um, gosh look at your yeah plan. dude like i I've, oh man i've been reading so much and looking at stuff so much i'm like how can i make so, so okay so rather than look at let me look, rather than break it down into the nth degree what is what has changed about my plan and what's made it mm. like what have i planned around it achievability mm. Can I, can I do it so that it doesn't take me away from what I'm doing? Yeah. Is there a way for me to create the content in what I'm doing day to day that I have no excuses left? Like I've now mm. devoided all the excuses that I could possibly make. Yeah. And, you know, like the opposite. That, like, that goes back to what Sarah's saying, right, Sarah? Yeah. Like mm. with the goal and the reverse engineering and breaking yeah, it yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's exactly what I've done. There's strong enough reason to do it. Like if you haven't got a strong reason to do it, you won't do it. Mm. No. And now I've got no, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, 100%, like, you know, strong reason. The reasons are there that I want, I want to be able to talk about it and say, look at my marketing. But then I've obviously, I know the way that my brain functions. 
I've just taken all opportunities for excuses and just gone, <laughs> see you later. Fuck off. Mm. I don't want you here. Um, and that's how, like, I've got to do it. Like, you know, looking year on year, mm. what's the thing that's changed? It's achievability. Mm. It's I could, I've made it so achievable that if I don't do it, like, <laughs> I'm going to have to hit myself. Because <laughs> it's just, it's idiot proof. Yeah. How can you not do it? Then I can do, at the end of the month, I can turn around to myself and go, Vish, you are a class one idiot. And you guys can hold me accountable to it as well. <laughs> well, that, I think that's key thing, isn't it? Accountability. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done mine slightly differently. So I plan it quarterly. Okay. Only because things change. Yeah. So, but I'm thinking I might do a yearly now and break it down. But I do it quarterly and do the same thing, reverse engineer it. So if I want to achieve this in this quarter, mm. what do I need to be doing? Um, in terms of both organic, paid, you know, all of those elements, like like you spoke about, Sarah, like the webinars, et cetera, et cetera. In order for me to run a webinar in month two, what do I need to have done in month one to promote mm. that webinar? Because obviously, as yeah. we know, it's, again, it goes back to what Sarah was saying about the scheduling and the and the planning. So I do it, I'll do it quarterly and then and then, and then the next quarter, because then I know, right, okay, webinar, this webinar didn't work. Maybe I need to change track on it. Or maybe, you know, the, it goes back to what we spoke about before um, uh, before Chris, uh, before the new year in our last episode where we talked about, you know, seasonal things. So is there mm. something happening in the second quarter? Are there more speaking gigs, for example, like Sarah said? Yeah. You know, is there, um, are there things you know, that is going to bring. So I think I plan mine quarter by quarter. So it just allows me to then chop and change if I need to. Mm. I think that's an important point, though. I think it's good to have a a goal for the year in terms of the key thing you know you want to achieve. Mm. But then you do need quarterly plans. Mm. So you have your annual plan, but then you've got to have quarterly plans. Yeah. And then monthly plans and weekly plans and daily plans. Yeah. So, you know, everything gets broken down, but also you've got to allow time to review mm. because, as you said, things change. Mm. So you can set your Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4 plan, mm. but at the end of Q1, you've got to actually review ha- what's gone on, what's worked, what hasn't, and then adjust your Q2 plan accordingly. Yeah. You might want to make some changes based on what happened. Yeah. So I wonder how many people actually plan their marketing in the way that we're mm. talking about because I think for many, uh, you know, especially entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, people doing everything on their own. Yeah. Um, it's almost haphazard, isn't it? Like they just do Fly it. by the seat in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> so like, you know, and it is, it becomes this like, oh, I've got to do this, but I haven't done that yet. Or let me go and do this because it's a new shiny thing that needs to be done. Mm. Um, so, mm. you know, what are, the, what are the consequences of maybe doing it like that? There's, there's obviously some benefits because you could jump on things straight away. So you can get into something uh, as an early adopter. But yeah. I think there's also consequences of not planning, isn't there? There are. And that and that's that's typically what I would have done for my own stuff. <laughs> like not not we, we plan everybody else's, why are we not using that ourselves, right? That's mm. the, the, the bottom line question. But um having been someone who's a reformed uh, not person who planned for himself and, so and being able to comment on it from looking at what we do for other people, um, our stuff was really haphazard. There's no, um, when you plan your content, there's a story, Mm. right? There's an underlying momentum. Um, There's continuity, which I think is really, really important when it comes down to um, messaging um, and the content you put out there. Um, 
And that wasn't there. Like that's never been there. And it will be here now in 2024 because my last post will lead into the next post will lead into the following post. And then when you look at everything from like an overview of a year, I've told a story. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what's really important yeah. because I, 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 you know, and looking at it from a story uh, analogy, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, in whichever order they are, they start in January, start in December. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're different chapters of your book for that year. Mm. Uh, and then your individual months then become the different sections and so on and so forth. Yeah. And I think, if, you know, when you focus on those three areas uh, around, um, you know, what I spoke about earlier, then like you definitely get a really solid, um, you know, solid uh, uh, story across. And I think that's what over time helps build rapport with your client. Yeah. But what I also want to do is I want to take all the posts mm-hmm. um, and then, I want to convert them. This is big thinking right at the moment, so we don't know if this is going to happen or not. But I want to convert them into a 52-week email series. Okay. So what would then happen is you then sign up for it, and then rather than have to wait for a year worth of content to come out, like it just it just comes out to you, drip feeds to you, Mm. and we can keep you know KIT with people that way. Mm. A great way to try and collect data as well, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it's about having structure, isn't it? Structure yeah. and purpose, like yeah. clarity. And also it's about measuring, isn't it? Because if you don't have a plan, you can't measure anything yeah. and therefore you don't know how well you've done. Yeah. Whereas one of the reasons to have a plan is so you can actually measure your results and review how well you've done and make adjustments based on how well you've done. Yeah, because if you don't have a plan, you're not going to measure anything. You don't know if you've achieved what you you haven't. Well, you don't know how well you've done because you haven't had the need yeah. to measure it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I know this feels like a therapy session for me today. <laughs> <laughs> this really feels like a therapy session for me today. It's good though. It's good because well, I think it's important, isn't it, for yeah, our man. viewers and our listeners to start thinking about you know while we're in January, start thinking about what their plan is, especially if they haven't made yeah. one. And I think listening to how each of us have done our individual plans, I think, is important because there'll be people starting at different levels and different stages and i think some people can definitely do it on that yearly basis so having a yearly goal a big yearly goal and then reverse engineering it then having those quarterly goals and breaking those down and and i think one piece of advice that i'd probably give is like don't um it's what you said fish about achievability like do something that obviously is aspirational but something that you know you where you won't fall off the wagon. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, you know, if you can post twice a week on LinkedIn instead of three times, do it twice for now. Yeah. And then grow as grow as you grow. Mm. Grow as you grow. I like it. Grow. But it, it, achievability, like, I was even thinking, like, you know what, Vish, put together a social media planner and give it away. And I was like, no, you can't do that. Like, the, the, the one thing, like, don't worry about all these – templates and whatever people give you yeah it's good to know when the holidays are what what falls on what day to utilize it and leverage that or whatever but just go just go super simple Mm. three months break your months down into weeks and then pick the days you want to post and stick to it Mm. that's that's the only plan you should follow like if it's like if you're doing a planner for you if you want i mean send it over man (laughs) you need to to opt in for it (laughs) Yeah, oh no, don't worry, don't be opt in. And yeah, you know, I'm probably still access to your systems. I'll download it anyway, don't worry. Um, but yeah, look, you know, don't if you're not posting right now and you post once a week, but you post once a week every week for a quarter. Yeah, that's what it is. 
that that is what like four That's times three, 12, 12 posts you've done yeah. that you would never have done before exactly right? yeah. now think about doing two posts a week that's 24 mm. think about doing three posts a week that's 40 you know 36 yeah yeah right my math is coming through. I, I wasn't even gonna go there because i my math is terrible yeah, that's really bad. Um, but there you go, right? So now yeah. you just on 36 posts. And it could be a minute to two minutes worth of content. It doesn't need to be anything else. It could be a written piece. It shouldn't take you too long. Imagine that. Like in a quarter, all we've had to do yeah. is an hour's potentially hour and a half worth of work. Yeah. If you split that up over a quarter, it's nothing. And also diarizing it. I think it's important. Yeah. Like put it in the diary like it's a doctor's appointment, right? Yeah, or, or uh, our our meetings that used to happen on Thursday. That was in the diary. It was in the diary. Oh, I'm a hello high water, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, that oh, has yeah. to be done. Yeah. Right? So that's the same with your, you know, your time out to post or your time out to yeah. whatever it might you know, and it could be anything for everybody. But I think, yeah, you're yeah. right. I think, you know, especially uh, and you might be somebody who's a planner. Right, so you mm. might do all of your week's post on a Sunday, or a Saturday, or a Friday, um, but then mark that out in your diary to go. Right, this yeah. is my social media day. This is a day mm. that I write all my posts for the rest of the yeah. following week. Yeah. So I think I, you know, in a marketing plan, yeah. you almost need to have the the strategy, the and the goal, the plan itself, and then the actions that you're going to take. Yeah, yeah. 100%. and also bear in mind that social media is only one element of marketing exactly. oh, yeah. yes it's a very important part of marketing but there are also other things you can be doing yeah. so you've got to think about all the things that you want to do like your yeah. email yeah. list your oh email, yeah email yeah. list speaking joint ventures partnerships webinars networking yeah, yeah. and there'll be things that will come oh, into interrupt won't they There'll be things that, like, you know, somebody will call me up and go, oh, by the way, can you do this thing for us on Thursday night, this webinar for us on Thursday night? Now, that's something else that's been inserted in. And so, therefore, you might need to make adjustments. So you need to plan for those elements as well um, to the point that, you know, you don't get burnt out and you don't, you know, flounder, I think is the right word. You don't do all of those things. But it still allows you to then, you know, adjust as you go along. And I think that's why yeah. we talk about the quarterly plan as well, because then yeah. if you've done something where you know that the delivery for the following quarter is going to take up most of your time, you can then make adjustments to, and that's where you can then start to scale and grow because, yeah. you know, that at that point you go, look, I've actually done so well in my marketing in quarter one that I now have the income to be able to outsource this whilst I deliver and so that part of the marketing doesn't stop Mm. Um, and I think that you know if I was going to say the one regret that I had when I started my business was not outsourcing soon enough Um, so I still try to do everything myself Mm. because I thought that the best time to grow scale and outsource was when I was already a six-figure business but actually Mm. you know getting a VA in or somebody like that to then to then aid you um, at the start, even if they're only doing five hours a month or whatever, it yeah. will, it's something. So once you start bringing in that income, think about how what, what time you will save and what you can do instead um, while they get on with the with the task in hand that you can that you can outsource to them. Brilliant. So I think then to like sum up everything we've said is around making sure that you spend time creating your marketing plan. 
Um, so decide what your big goal is for the year around your marketing and then break that down into quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily activities that you need to do. Yep. And then what we were saying is make sure you review that plan because things change. So, it's, you know, just because you set something at the beginning of the year doesn't mean that's going to be cast in stone. Things do change. And we also said about very much like making sure you schedule it and put it in your diary to actually do the things yeah. that we've said we want to do for ourselves. Um, and as Vish said about like making it achievable, so you want goals that are achievable. You don't want to have so many goals that just are so out, way out of your reach, you're never, never going to achieve them. Yeah. Then you feel like you haven't done anything. So it has to be achievable. Um, so I think that, and also we were saying around, you know, like, we can be our own worst enemy and we can be copless children and not do it. So it's about like we're setting the example for our clients and their clients, etc. So that's another reason to do it mm. is to um, be like leaders in what we do yeah. and, you know, practice what we preach. We said that's really important. Yeah. As well. And I think that whole prioritization, you know, give if we talk about the the way to get our clients to want to do it, you know, by giving them a strong enough reason, make sure you've got a strong enough reason. So your goal for the year has to be strong enough that if you don't reach that goal, there is a consequence to it. Yeah. And Vish, what's one key, like, final point you want to make or reiterate or summarise? I think for 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 someone who kind of put it on the back burner, the achievability one is top trumps for me, man. Like, Mm. make it so achievable and and have it have it very clearly defined like i know what each post just by definition of what the post is about what it will be i know that this will be inspirational this will be educational this will be like you know whatever so uh, that, I think that's that achievability like. comes consistency i think because yeah. if it's achievable yeah. you become consistent at it don't oh, you oh yeah 100% but that, that that's why i did it otherwise the one thing that that i lost was consistency mm. like it's nice to do it on a whim but I don't want to do it on a whim. I want to do it. And one of the things I learned, like, actually, from a good friend of mine called Dev, Dev Radia, shout out, shout out to Illatech. Um, he, um, I was on the phone to him. He's like, right, I've got to go. Mm. Um, and he literally's like, I was like, where are you going? I need to talk to you about something. He said, no, no, I've got to go. And I was like, what's up, dude? It's like 12 o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got to start doing my, um, my social media. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, for the next five hours, I'm locked out doing social media for the next two weeks. I was like, maybe he's onto something. Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Time blocking, that's another key point, actually, just before we wrap up. Time blocking. You block out time to focus on one thing to get that done for the next week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is. So you're not, like, diverted between many, many different things. You're going to say, right, Thursday afternoon, I'm going to spend that time doing my social media. I'm going to create enough content for the next month. And it's done. Look at that. Look at what our audience and listeners have got. A full (laughs) step-by-step breakdown of how to plan their marketing plan. Yeah, absolutely. And if you'd like to uh, hear more about how we do stuff, uh, always like, comment, share, subscribe to any one of our podcast platforms. Um, We're on YouTube as well, so ding that bell and uh, you'll find out all about the episode. Just want to get a like, share one in there. Sorry, Sorry, Sarah. But handing over to you. Just going to say that, you pit me to the post. Yeah, I know, you got in there. (laughs) Got in there just before me. So, yeah, just, yeah, comment. Remind them again, Sarah. Remind you again to comment, like, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see us in action. 
rather than just hear us in action. And obviously let us know what your comments are and what your plans are. Like Dee said, like, you know, what plans have you put in place? What challenges do you have with it? Do you agree it's something that's important to do? We'd love to hear from you. So thanks everybody for listening in, tuning in this time. And we look forward to seeing you next in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye. Ciao.